0: Hello, everybody. Hey, Travis Turner here. Just so excited that you've tuned in. We've got a great episode on intentional living. I've got a great friend, a longtime friend, all the way from Arizona. Pastor Daryl Carnley is going to be with me. He's going to share some information about missions and the My Three Hundred and Sixty Project. Thanks for tuning in. Well, hello, everybody, and uh, man, hello to you, Pastor Daryl Carnley. Man, it's so awesome to have you back in idaho again 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 yes we've had some incredible history and and uh, i just want you to know man that i've really enjoyed your friendship over i think this last 14 or 15 years it's been a while long time yeah uh, you've uh, you've decided to stay with me and and i with you and that's always a good thing Exactly. Yeah. Knowing each other's shortcomings. We're not good quitters. Yeah.
1: <laughs> we don't quit well. We don't
0: quit well. <laughs> no, it's really, really. I wish I could quit eating a lot, though. If <laughs> I could just stop yeah. that. Yeah. We, uh, we've we got an incredible topic, you know, today that we're going to be talking about. And, um, and this is something that I know is near and dear to your heart. In fact, um, the ministry, the business that you're, the foundation that you're leading right now and 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 have started has everything to do with going and you've given it a really cool name goology yeah i love that but uh anyway we're going to talk about the importance of going but for our listeners if you would please on uh intentional living if you would just kind of tell them a little bit about yourself and and who you are and where you came from and the cool things that god's doing in your life
1: awesome well pastor travis first thanks for having me back yeah it's always nice to be invited back i'm surprised (laughs) you know but uh but no i i uh of course name is daryl carnally born and raised in alaska i'm a fourth generation missions kid or pastor's kid my father actually felt the call to africa Hmm. and uh this was just i was reminded of this just a few days ago speaking with my eldest sister and, uh, but he ended up in Alaska hmm. and, uh, never went to Africa and actually had a lot of connections there with some missionaries, the Freemans, things like that, uh, the Crumpackers. packers, but never got to go. And, uh, but he was a missionary contractor to Alaska, went there in 52 and built multiple churches. And, and of course I was born and raised there in. Never thought I would live in Alaska past college, never wanted a pastor. I mean, i seen the underbelly of it all. I'm like, oh, my goodness, I don't want to do that. I want to go make money and right. have a Porsche and all those things. But um,
0: Did you ever get your Porsche?
1: I did, actually, I for a that. short time. For a short time, had a really nice 944 but uh, insurance is 900 a month or something crazy so it was short-lived I made some money on it but uh, I missions I, I, this, I know the topic today is missions I believe sure I, it yeah. is quintessentially everything about who we are as believers is mm. is missions and uh, so I'm excited to talk with you and, and give you what little knowledge I have but it is our life and I love it and everyone is on mission yeah you know that's right.
0: Yeah, you know, I love your modesty. Um, You have a little bit of information. I believe that this year, if I'm correct, is going to be your 20th trip to uh, the continent of of Africa. You've been all over Africa, but certainly there's a sweet spot for both of us in Uganda specifically. In fact, that's where I met you for the first time, 14 or 15 (laughs) years ago. However long it was and i know you're dying to share oh, yeah. a story
1: well uh, it was it was you flew in late yeah we were there a few days in in the segaku house yeah you came in met you of course you had jet lag and i now you had been to the philippines before you had done some international yes, travel so in you Nicaragua. weren't you weren't new to it but uh yeah, I, I think about two that morning because you were the last in, so you were on the top bunk. Yes. You know how that goes.
0: And and you got to tell these people this isn't just bunk no, this beds is no. like
1: yeah, it's not an American bunk no. bed. There is no OSHA. There is no. I think it was about ten feet off. The it, ground. It's always up there. In fact, you're pretty <laughs> close to the ceiling. And and I don't, you're you you did not have the little bumper on the side, two by four or whatever well, they this use. This is
0: the deal. They just they just finished it Finished that guest house, and they just finished those bunk beds that week. In Uganda, they put the board up against the wall. It was backwards. The safety board up against the wall. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah,
1: it was funny. So Pastor Travis, midway through the night, well, none of us knew him. I mean, like, I don't even think Pastor Joe was there no, he at was, that huh? particular time. And who was the, our mutual friend who got me going. And yeah. I went to, uh, to Africa with him in 99. And then you, of course, came later. But about two in the morning. I mean, you'd come in late. We met you, talked a little bit. You're sleeping. I hear this thud, you know. <laughs> And I think right below you was Stephen Koesa, yeah. Pastor Koesa. who, uh man, boom, the light comes on in your face down on the floor. And you didn't know where you were, oh, what man. was going on. And
0: all I saw was the, the <laughs> just, darkest black men, yeah. I've ever, we just went, and, and everybody's just shocked.
1: I think, I, I, I think I'm the only one laughing. Yeah. I, honestly, I didn't know you, but I, I got so tickled. I mean, you're boom, and, and it was just like you had just arrived from, yes. like, the Matrix, you know? <laughs> And you, you were looking around, and it, and it, of course, didn't hurt you. I mean, you know. I can't.
0: Yeah, it, that was the honestly the grace of God, because it was a concrete floor. Oh, and it was it, it was it was. Oh, God. It had, had to be eight six feet. Six or seven. Six. People, or, I mean, yeah, it was up there.
1: Like they, they build those high, and you just bam. And got up, and and we of course got you back in. But it was true; it had been put backwards. I think maybe we spun it around then because yes. we didn't want you to do it again because yeah. there was no other space. I, you know, I think
0: in the middle of the night I was searching for Tina. You know, I mean, that's what I was it was—leg over yeah. or
1: something. But so that's how we met. You fell out. You know, you just dropped from and the I'm sky. And I'm telling
0: you, I did not wake up until. That's a hard way to wake up. Oh, but I didn't wake up until. Like I didn't wake up in the fall to brace myself. No. So for me to be able to fall flat like that and, and you'd flown hard. like 32 yeah, hours. Back
1: exactly then right. it was 32 38 hours know, yes. something like that and you would just boom it was I mean over the light come on you're like like where am I? <laughs> <laughs> you're Marine Corps, yeah, you know. You're, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> cool. completely
0: discombobulated oh uh, yeah. but that
1: that was how we met and, i think we had some guy
0: speaking in tongues over in the corner and, you know, something <laughs>
1: was going on it was it was wild but but yeah. that I, and you know what's funny about that trip i don't remember much after that i honestly don't now i do remember a trip where you clung, you was on a ladder yeah. that was built for
0: <laughs> a small person
1: ugandan and you were up with a bow and arrow, and I'm sitting there, and I think Pastor G was there, and he leans over, and he didn't know you that yeah. well, and he goes, "What's he going to do?" And I said, "I have no clue." I said, "I'm just going to videotape." That's all I know. And you, you had a great point, but it was the point, you know. You're up, and that lab, I'm like, oh god, you know. but we've had some great times over there some good times wow god moving and just people yeah just touched and saved and and to this day some of our best of friends i mean you pastor robert kazozzi and of course pastor Koesa went on to be with the lord yes but uh, but thanks to pastor joe for introducing us to africa Incredible, uh, wonderful
0: I, i honor pastor joe for that kind of you know being that that forerunner and then bringing other people in and of course you've been there since 93 94 and uh me many many years later but it's kind of cool how how our lives intertwine and and our connections are a lot of times much smaller than you know than you would ever consider. But exactly. anyway, uh, it, it, that was, that was fantastic. I want to hear, um, and I want our listeners to hear today about the, my 360 project. I mean, missions has always been important yeah, to you absolutely. and, um, and it's been really a way of life. You've always been one to go always, at least for as long as I've known you yeah. and, um, and pastor senior pastor for many, many years. And then, you know, that, that kind of came to a, a, an end and then you were able just to dive headlong into going and meeting an incredible need through uh, the My360 Project, which you've started. And, and can you tell us just a little bit about what that is and why it's so important?
1: Yeah, let, let, me, let me start with the word goology and then move to My360 because it all fits. Years ago, I started preaching, and I would capitalize G-O in the gospel, okay. go gospel. Hmm. You know, two-thirds of God is go. The most expensive word in the Bible is two letters, go. Go. And I lost an incredible missionary friend just last year, uh, actually 2020, January 1st, a Carl missionary. He lost his life on the mission field because he was going. So it's it's not anything for the weak and faint at heart. And so, years ago, I come up with a word called goology. I, you know, throughology on the end, but goology is the study of going with a Christ centered purpose. Wow. And, uh, and so, since then, like we've that. launched a network. It's kind of a private thing on you Facebook. Got on a t shirt. Yeah, we're, we're going to yeah, do that. It's, like it's, it. it's, but it's the study of it because a church or a person who is a believer that's not going is not growing. That's right. Bottom line. Yeah. Going you, you, is you cannot have the gospel and the good news in you and not be sharing it. <laughs> yeah. Now, here's the difference. It's, it's different ways that we share it. You know, don't don't make me stand on a street corner with a megaphone as my dad did to me when I was seven. It was not my comfort zone, but that's how I started. So you have different ways to go. And um, when I was coming to a conclusion as a senior pastor, I knew it was happening. God gave me Numbers chapter eight, verse twenty-four, and, and it was at fifty. I was turning fifty. That I knew there was something to, to take place different in my life in the ministry and still be a pastor. Mm-hmm. And and you're looking for need. We we know first off, there's people that need Jesus. I mean, that's just a given. And I don't want to ever take that away from what i was doing but i had been in the box church for a long time a lot of missions to africa all over in fact been to over 100 countries in my life and and traveled a lot in love it i mean i just i love traveling but i also believe you should go local to global and and when when the lord when the lord was launching me out uh, to more mission foreign prior to that he had really convicted me one day setting my office as a pastor. He said, dear, I know you like to go to Africa, but what about your neighbor across the street, you know? And so I really come up with a, what I call the local to global strategy. I mean, you, you work, and even as we're sharing this, anyone that is watching this, you don't have to go to Africa to be a goologist. You don't have to go to Philippines or Nicaragua. It's right in your own community. Right. Yeah, You know, it's, it's finding that niche. But one of the things I was praying for was a widget. I said, and I had gotten involved, when I left Alaska in 2012, I had been offered a job with an organization that does coffee and I I was gonna do it and they were gonna allow me to base out of Springfield, Missouri, where my wife is from that area. And when we left Alaska in August, 2012, I got there in September, in fact, came through here and visited and actually preached, I think. And uh, when I got to Arkansas or got to Missouri, the owner of the company decided that he wanted me to base out a little rock. And I said, no, I'm not going to do it. I never really liked living in Alaska. I mean, I'll be honest with you. I, it was a calling, but it was not my destination, right. but I did it for 43 years sure. begrudgingly at times, but with love because I love people. I didn't want to live there. And then God opened a door for me to come here to Idaho and pastored for a period of time. And one day, Andrew Palau, he's, uh, I'm dropping names, but yep. Andrew Palau, Toby Mac's brother-in-law, yes. if anyone I want to know, called me, knew I had been looking. I had called Andrew one day and I said, Andrew, you know, God's leading me. And I had traveled with him to different places in the world. And he called me and he, he said, I want you to meet a person. And long story short, it, it met, I met a person who had come up with an idea for shoes. And it just ended up not working out, but it gave me an idea because what I found, and I had been doing shoes for a long time. I had been doing dress shoes in, in Africa and mainly cleats, mm-hmm. play it against sports. The largest play it against sports was in Fairbanks, Alaska, still is. And they would collect cleats. I would take them to Africa sure. and give them to the kids. And it was Soccer's wonderful. Tremendous outreach. There's Massive. Incredible ways to amazing bring the outreach. gospel through I mean, A guy named Moses. Soccer. I think you probably yeah. met Moses. Yeah. Wow. I mean, I they actually Moses on they actually a have a basis. kid that played, he's playing pro now. You know from that in Mosololeita, yeah, so anyways, I knew shoes was a deal, but what I did know is this: three hundred million kids in the world don't have shoes, mm. and eleven million kids die before their fifth birthday, many times lacking shoes because of of illnesses that come through the feet, right one called jiggers mm. so i i I blew my mind mm. i mean I, I when 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 this was brought to me. I was emotional, and, and you know me—I can get emotional pretty quick. But I, I was like, "Uh-oh!" And there was like an aha moment, and I began to research and first search. Of all,
0: first of all, you're, you've got incredible connections. Yeah, you I, know. Uh, so, so it's almost like, you know, uh, God timing you know, utilizing the connections that you have. It's a beautiful, uh, beautiful relationship.
1: It, That's I what was, God does. I was coming to a yeah. conclusion June 2015 in Idaho. Uh, Pastor Roger Gayden, who's doing a wonderful job there, stepped in. I was leaving. I needed, I took a few months off on my way to Phoenix, um, ended up in New York with Andrew. Met, and I had this idea. I met someone from Nike. Who was one of the vice presidents his name is wilson smith who i had met earlier and didn't realize it's it it is a funny story in itself but don't have time to truly to tell it other than that particular morning i got up and i told pauline we were staying at at the trump hotel and i told pauline i said i'm going down and i'm going to meet someone from nike today i'm going to do this shoe idea sure and she's like "Well, nike's on the west coast (laughs) and i said yeah it is it's everywhere I went down, and sure enough, God opened a door for me to meet Wilson Smith, who is a phenomenal man of God. He opened a door for me to meet a guy named Mike Freeton, who is one of the top designers, Designers, was at Nike, designed Michael uh, um, Jordan. Not Michael. he, He worked with Michael Jordan, but Michael, one of the fast runners, I forget. But LeBron James. I mean, some crazy stuff. In fact, you watch the movie. Um, Back to the Future, the automatic lacing shoes. Mm -hmm. That was one of Mike's designs. Wow! And and next week with Mike and a guy named Tom Barron, and wow, it was amazing. And that was August that I got to meet with him in 15. Then I came to your church, and this is what's special for me today, being here. September 2015, you had a conference. You asked me to come in and speak. And at that conference, it was the first time I stood in front of anyone and said, I don't, I don't know what, how this is going to work, but we're designing a shoe that isn't built in a factory, but we can work with ministries that are rescuing women from yeah. human trafficking. We can put people to work. We're going to wash these kids' feet, and we're going to build, you know. And I, I, I mean, it was speculation. In mm-hmm. fact, it was, it was uh, a pastor friend I was with one time, and he said, uh, faith is the closest thing that Christians have to lying. <laughs> and I'm going to tell you, I stood on in the old v- sanctuary stage mm-hmm. here, and I cast a vision. Sure, had no clue. I was jumping out of the aircraft yeah. with all the parachute material, you building it know. on the way down. Sure. I had no clue. I had left a job. I didn't have any finance. Yeah. I I did not leave. You know, celebrate celebration life. They gave me three months severance. I had our three months money. Uh, end of September, you gave me an offering. I was going to Phoenix with not a lot of money. I sure. mean, and we went, and the Lord began to open doors, and by January 2016, the My360 Project was birthed. And where the name come from, I'm driving through a canyon in, in in Arizona. If you ever go to Arizona, there's a lot of canyons. And I don't know why I remember this canyon, but I'm going into it, and the Lord just started downloading with me. He said, I want you to i f- I felt this i mean i I want you to name this the my three sixty project it was it was an odd name I mean I even had people go what is that you know i've had people you't can't, you can't do it and i said but what's interesting is 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 as I broke it down, I felt like the Lord said to call it my because he said, I want you to teach people to become selfish again mm. now that sounds strange selfish
0: yeah it's, it's not a it's not a word that you would you would think would come from the but Lord. But you
1: love your neighbor as yourself. yourself. Yeah. And then the 360 was, you've got to create something that everyone is affected. Mm-hmm. And then the project, you and I know, being married, yeah. wives give us projects. What, isn't it crazy when you finish one of those projects? How you feel? I, feel I mean, I, I was at your house. I stayed some, some years ago, uh, and you were painting. So I, something was going on. Yeah. And then another time I came, and you know what you did? You showed... I finished it. I mean, you're like, you know, like when we do the dishes, like when we do the dishes, it's like, did you see this? Did you see what I just did? It's It's right here, you know, when she does a project. So what we wanted to create was something that had multiple facets. In fact, sometimes hard to explain, but it ultimately comes down to a shoe. The widget is the shoe that a child gets blessed with. But then the people that build it, it's not a factory. It's Mm -hmm. not. you press a button you're creating a job you're sourcing in country you're trying to eliminate toxic charity and and so there was a lot going on and so i think it was so important that god put me in a desert sure i mean now, I'm a hard-headed person, so I think Saul to Saul Paul only had to hang in the desert for two years, but I've been there for six. You know, I, That's just <laughs> sterile. It's 43 years stuck in Alaska. Yeah. You know, Moses yeah. was only 40 years yeah, you know, right. in, the, in the wilderness. But I, it was one of those things where I had to come up with an elevator speech, and it's taken me forever. Because you'd be flying on a plane, and someone says, what do you do? You're, well, for years, 25 years, I'm a senior pastor. Right.
0: It's my identity. Boom. It's what I do.
1: Buddy, let me tell you, there's an identity crisis going on. I mean, it was crazy. Now, where I'm at, I'm flying on a plane the other day. Someone says, "What do you do?" I said, "You know, I I run a humanitarian shoe organization." That's good, and that's where it's at. You I know, love it. and and it's fun. But but it began, you know. And, and again, I, I give you props for allowing me to stand on your stage today. And I know you and I, you know, you've looked at me at times going, "What is he up to?" And I've done the same thing. Sure. But now we set, we we launched in 16 R&D first project was uganda 2017 uh, a wonderful man uh, charles butler mm-hmm. yeah, i think I know. you know, charles. know charles and he took a shoes over there and they went well and then we went to haiti and then we did some redesign in 18 you know really started doing and things just didn't go as i wanted i, I we had some thoughts of how we we're going to market and this or that but we've walked through all kind of ways but every one of those ways have been god just saying hold on yeah hold on. You know, I had, uh, you know, one of the largest radio stations in, in Christian radio stations in the world is called Caleb. You know, they had called and said, Hey, you know, what, let's, we'll do 20,000 pairs. And, you know, it's a big deal. And I'm like, I, I can't, you know, and they're like, well, hold just on. Just couldn't meet
0: the, the
1: quota. What, what do you mean? Well, we created something that we have to train. I mean, it, it's had to just like the little engine that sure. could. Yeah. Well, now if they called me, I could do it. And, you know, we were featured last year on their cruise and I mean, we came off that Caleb cruise. It was amazing. I mean, it was crazy who we met, what was going on, and then COVID hit. You know, yeah. that was wild. But it's been such an interesting process taking people from all walks of life, going with me into different countries and different places, and kneeling before a child. This is what's interesting. Here's this little Haitian boy or girl. Mm. The poorest of the poor, in fact, Colton was with me, and it was, this is what, this is why I knew I was on the right track. This was in April of 2017. We were doing a project in Haiti, had 400 pairs of shoes to give out, and we're washing these little kids' feet. They have no name. They're called no, they're just, they're in Renault, Haiti. They don't have names and that evening we come back to the mission house and we were sharing and we what we did we would just hand a shoe to someone and say hey tell us what how this impacted you today and i handed it to my son colton and he began to weep and i'd never really seen that before and it just it, it moved his spirit and he began to talk and he said this is going to change children's lives and he just began to share like I'm listening to him and he, he's not a talker. He's not like his dad, Sure, you know, he's not a man of many words, but when he started sharing as a father, I sat there and said, thank you, God. I don't care if anyone else walks out of this I don't care what they right think. Here. This is why I'm yeah, doing this. Cause on. here's the deal, Pastor Travis. My first sermon I ever preached at seven years old. My dad put me on a stage in front of 907 23rd United Pentecostal Church, of Fairbanks. <laughs> and I preached Noah and the ark. Mm. And you would think the message was about the debauchery and the flood. It was about this one point. And this has been my point my whole life. When Noah got on the ark, his family was with him. Yeah. If I can't minister now, it doesn't mean my kids are perfect. Mm-hmm. We all have kids sure. and they have struggles. But I want to minister in a way that my family is saved mm-hmm. with me. And the Lord showed me something when we started this. The Lord said, Daryl, your whole family, and I have different family with different viewpoints mm-hmm. you know you and I come from some of the same sure. background but your whole family is going to be involved in this and I said her today five years later and virtually every single family member I have from conservative to liberal
0: they're all involved. backs
1: of wife they're involved my mother is a monthly shoe hero she sends right. a check every month for three pairs of shoes And it blows my mind. I mean, it's one of those things where it has united my family. And we might not all agree on the same—it's the same God, but we might have different variances of God. Their God's a little stricter than mine, you know. doesn't matter. But we have this commonality. And I have taken all types of people, Orthodox Jews—I had a a rabbi call me and goes, We don't do missions, but I got this neurologist in our church that's heard about what you're doing— Would you take some of our doctors? I'm like. Well yeah, Rabbi. And I said to this so I said, Well here's the deal. I said, You gotta know this going in. We're gonna wash feet like Jesus. Now he's Orthodox. You're right. I said, We're gonna wash feet like Jesus, we're gonna eat bacon. <laughs> and he kinda giggled. He goes, Well, we all eat bacon, we just yeah. don't we don't tell anybody. And yeah. he said, you know, we haven't figured this Jesus thing out either, you yeah. know. So I took these people, my son was with me. We had a ball. We it's we powerful. washed feet. I took them to church that Sunday. They'd never been in a Christian church before but it's just been one of those connections where we've had celebrities we've had just pastors we've had people that had walked away from god yeah. i mean I want to talk about that crazy a stuff bit more. so anyways that's the th- my 360 is, is it's about shoes and we'll show these here in a few moments but it's really bigger than a shoe yeah it's just a connection to a child and here's my 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 thing is When we wash their feet, are we just for a moment giving them hope Mm -hmm. in that impoverished situation they're in? And I've always wondered that evening when they go home and they had no clue we were coming, they're looking down at their feet going, what just What just happened? what happened? You know, it's like manna. What is it? You know, what just happened? And I would pray that that's that point of like, you can point in your life and I can point in my life when there was hope that a coach or somebody spoke a word of encouragement to you. Maybe that's the word for them. I don't know, but that's what we get to do. And it's really a powerful, powerful thing. It's huge. You know, you were talking about this, this,
0: uh, you know, kind of build it as you go when you were at this conference and you introduced, you know, the concept here for the I first didn't even time. Have a drawing. I'm telling you, man, that's what I love about you. And I <laughs> identify it in myself a little bit as well. I remember. So people don't know, but we're in the, in the sanctuary that we've built here in, in beautiful. Idaho. Yeah. And, uh, and I remember, When we didn't have a lobby, we had, you know, just the old church that, and thank God for that, it was paid for, but we had the old church that you know, that have been here since the seventies, maybe even love earlier that than carpet, that. man, the bright orange fire. Orange is what I called it. It's horrible. Um, flames of hell. Yeah. But I remember walking the perimeter of the, the, the old building and yeah. then thinking, you know what, there could be a lobby here and there, this is where the sanctuary is going to be. And immediately, you know, not having a clue, not even having the people or the finance, you know what I mean, to to pull off these dreams, these visions that I felt like God was giving me, but not having an idea how it would come about. But we started moving and I started speaking to the point where sometimes I was like, you know, am I getting too far ahead of myself? But you know what? This is the cool thing is that I knew it was the Lord. I mean, if I could identify anything, I knew it was the Lord. I didn't know how He was going to do it, but it was enough for me to start sharing with people. And here we are in the facility. We had 3,800 square foot lobby Wonderful. paid for a
1: um, little over 10,000 square feet. Paid for. Feet, is what's paid for. So cool.
0: Yeah. A little over 10,000 square feet in, the, in the, uh, the worship center here paid for. And it's all God. I mean, the totally. only thing. Yeah, that I did was just say, okay, Lord, here we go. And that's what I love about you. And I think that there's, I think there's something to be said about not waiting until all the I's are dotted and yeah. the T's are crossed and, and having the plan from A to Z, but just saying, okay, God's, God's moving on am I'm stirred up. Here we go. God, now I'm out here yeah. and you're going to have to do something. And he always is faithful. Always is faithful. And that's what I love about where you are with the My 360 Project and and just where it's come in such a short period of time.
1: My dad would always say, son, he said, you you need to know what God said to you on the back 40. And and what he kind of meant by that was Moses and the burning bush, you know. And and I really believe I knew when we were—I mean, when I was pastoring in Nampa, it was— it was a fun congregation, good people. Man, we had yeah. it. It was growing. It was really one of those things when I I sat with my board in in, in January 2015, a good group of guys and, and and some ladies, I believe. And I just knew it was time to go. I I, I just this whole, I I love pastoring. I mean, I'm good at pastoring. I mean, you know, God allowed us to build a great church in Alaska. I mean, I made my mistakes, and and there's people out there that will send emails and say, "Yay, man, to that. (laughs) Uh, And I'll be the first to say it. But I knew there was something different, and I, you and I had talked, and and, and we might even had some struggle in our relationship over that, because you you kind of, because I had a few people say, you're crazy. I mean, you never said that. You were encouraging. Um, I hope so. Yeah, very much. But I think it was one of those things where I just had to go, figure it out. I mean, because first off, I had to go from this identity of senior pastor to whatever, right? You know, and, and, and that had been your
0: identity for twenty five years, years, virtually
1: twenty. Yeah, uh, I mean, it was. And, and and it wasn't that because I had people go well, well why didn't you leave the ministry? You have an affair? You know what was going on? All this and that. And I said, well, yeah, I had an affair with my wife. Um, you know, you know, embezzle money. You know, well, there's never any money to embezzle. You know? yeah. <laughs> Maybe I should have if I could have. <laughs> but but there's all these speculations because that's normally the way it is sometimes when you leave something. Because Dad had always said this: son, leave when it's good. You know, leave when yeah, it's going don't well. Leave when it's bad. You know, I, when I left when I left North Pole, yeah, I mean, we we weren't as as blessed as you are being paid off i mean we were in multi-million you know i think we had a million eight debt or something but i was stuff. but it was still people coming and you pray and, and it was we would knock things down but i was still going well i mean it was one of those deals so i left at a higher note i mean mentally i was struggling same thing in nampa it was growing we had some great opportunities but it was time for someone else to take that charge sure. you know and let them deal with it but i knew i just knew travis i it was one of those things i didn't know what though when the coffee thing fell through, I was like, hmm, because I really enjoy coffee. Yeah. And then when the shoe thing popped up, wow, it's like this is crazy. This could this could work. And then the whole Nike connection was amazing. And now we're sitting here and it's we're in thirteen countries. We just did a shoe give last February in Pakistan. And God, in fact I'll have I'll have this one gentleman on. He just come to the States. But but it was crazy he got spirit filled through putting a shoe on a child and i'm I'm not even saying that evangelistical it's a crazy deal
0: what was his background in history
1: more baptists
0: sure and so he was and he's with some pentecostal
1: and it just he was overwhelmed and and they said he was just he, he never could believe it was so spiritual and it's I, I had a I whole that, group in 18, January 18, I had this company call me, they said, hey, we have this group of, of business ladies, and we'd like you to help facilitate, you know, a, a, a team, and there's Catholic, I mean, it's all kinds of people, all of like attorneys and professional photographer and all these lady that owns a big, I mean, big companies, and, and fancy gals, I guess, you know, and if they're watching, they're going to laugh at this, but I take them on this trip, and, and it was Colton and I, and we had a blast with them, and, and God moved, and they said, listen, because we know you're a pastor, could you facilitate kind of a spiritual evening? I said, ah, all right, yeah, I can do that, you know, kind of a ladies' retreat. I've only had sisters, so I could do it. You're like, I'm I'm in my element. So we had some powerful things happen, but the second day in, we were doing what we call a spontaneous shoe give, and right now through COVID, we can't do this, but we just pull over and give shoes. It's fun. It's a blast. You had to be careful where you're at, because you can get a mob, but we pulled over and I noticed on the van was this two ladies. One was an attorney and one was a professional photographer. And I opened the van door and they were sobbing. I mean, I'm like, oh, God, what what's what? going on? You know, because these are not drama queens. They're you're, all business ladies. You you're know? ready to line somebody it, out for like, hurting these ladies. What's feelings. going on? And I go, what's happening? And they go, Ugh, we didn't know it was going to be so emotional. This is just unbelievable and i and i look at him i go there's no crying in baseball you know get off the bin but it was so incredible to hang out with him and from that every single one of those women have been connected to help brand ambassador forward on facebook support but it impacted their lives and i was on a podcast some time ago and the reason the podcast came about was a lady, she's a pretty popular podcaster out of New Mexico. She was having dinner in Spokane randomly, met this gal, the one that was crying, her name was Kay, uh, Kaylee, and... They started chatting, and so for some reason, this lady asked her, hey, what's been a big thing in your life this last year? And she goes, i got to tell you about this My 360 Project. So I get this call out of nowhere from this podcaster out of New Mexico, interviews me, I've done two interviews with her now, and it's just been an incredible boon for us. But it's from this lady that was washing shoes, Catholic background. It's just interesting. And then Nicole Mischke, who was a reporter with NBC, she was a model, she goes on this trip. She's in this place with God that she just is. She even admitted it that night. She goes, "I just, I, I know I believe, but man, my dad died, and I just feel this." She does this project. I get a call the day after Easter. Hadn't talked with her since the project in January. This is the same year in eighteen. Day after Easter, I get a call. I said, "Hi, this, hey, this is Nicole Michigan." I go, "Hey, Nicole, how's it going?" She goes, "I just wanted to tell you that my husband and I went to church yesterday and we got baptized." Come on. Now, so No, here's what you got to understand, Pastor Travis. My 360 project is not a Christian organization. Right. Now, I've taken some slams for that. I've, I mean, I I have lost business because of that. But we're faith inspired. So, th- what keeps it at the center of goology and gospel and Christ centered is the leadership. You sure. know, I mean, it, but it's like a church. I mean, you could have a different leader come in here. The next thing you know, they're you know they're on holy water on people. I don't right. know. Right. But the thing is, is, is sometimes we get so caught up in, in a certain mode that we forget that Christ went to Zacchaeus' house exactly and changed right. the economy. That's what he, I was he, thinking about. He, he, look at what he did and all of how he did it. And that's why we have to understand what God calls us to yeah. do. And, and I, I had a lot of naysayers, but I also had a lot of people behind me. And I knew... That if I kept pressing, and it's not been easy. In fact, I told Pastor G the other day. I said, and, and different friends, I think I might tell you, if I ever call you with a crazy idea like this again, hire me as the janitor of your church or something. <laughs> but now, as I sit here, I just, man, I, I every time I just come back from a trip, I get the goosebumps. I love it. I love these little kids. I, I, I was, we, I have a my retirement plan is I have a cotton candy machine. That's, that's my retirement plan one day. I'd go out on the beach and sell cotton candy. So I take it with me sometimes. And I'm at this orphanage prior to COVID because right now we're not doing it. And, and we're doing you know our mission and doing our thing. And I get the cotton candy. I get them all hyped up on it. And I, I never forget. I was sitting there and I felt something. And I looked down and here's this cutest little orphan girl. And she's licking licking the cotton candy off my arm. So I'm like, okay. And she, I said, just pick it off, you know. The yeah, next yeah. thing you know, so I'm doing it, you know, and I feel this arm, and she's licking, you know. And it was just, you can't imagine what that feels like, you know. And so, yes, that's international. Uh, but now we actually have a domestic project I'll talk about in a bit. But it is so fulfilling. And what I would hope for any believer, anyone, even if you don't believe in Christ, mm-hmm. this is the cool part of living for Christ. Yeah. He takes you on these adventures. Serve. Serve. Now, let me give you this idea. Don't s- start by learning how to fly the rocket. It- let's start in a little Cessna plane. You know, my mm-hmm. friend Dennis, who flies me around, yeah. last time I preached here, he flew in, yeah, picked me up right. in his Learjet. I'm feeling fancy. Yeah. <laughs> you know, Big time, I-, I drive this way. This time I'm going, man, where's Dennis at? This is a <laughs> long drive. But, Dennis didn't start flying jets. He started a little little Cessna, mm-hmm. you know. And I think it's the same thing with serving. Don't I, I love grandiose ideas. They're wonderful. But yeah. I do have some experience with that. I started with seven grew a church to a couple thousand. Just start simple mm-hmm. and find out what you can do to help somebody. And it might just be one thing a week, but the joy... Of that type of service will grow yeah. and let it compound. Because one of the things I've seen as a pastor, I have people come and they all oh, this ideas and thoughts. I'm going, okay, have you thought about this? No, we haven't. Failure. Satan wants you to fail, and if he can do whatever he can to shoot that idea down, and you next thing you know, you're in the molly grubs on the seat. Start with something simple. I always tell people, start with just when you go to the bathroom and you wash your Hands and there's water all around the sink. Clean it up. Clean it up. There you go. Yeah. You know, I mean, anybody who knows me, I mean Jesse Stern, one of my youth. He, he put it on Facebook the other day. I i pick up a piece of garbage. Yeah. In the car. That's incredible service. Yeah. I mean, just simple stuff. Yeah. You don't realize how that makes you feel and can and then grow it from there. Use your life, make a difference. So starting the shoe thing wasn't. I wouldn't ask people to do this on their first attempt. This yeah. is something I've grown into. But it's been amazing.
0: You know, it's interesting, um, and I've learned through this. You know, a lot of the best best lessons I've ever learned were were probably through mistakes. Um, I don't know if you learn that way, but I do. Oh God. I uh, I ended up taking some folks on a mission trip yep. that weren't so And this much, is good. Yeah, weren't yeah. so much serving in the church but i'm like man let's do missions and let's and so i took uh took them to africa yep. and i, I um, think i was with you yeah on you, one of those you trips, absolutely yeah. were yeah. and um and i would say and i'm not saying that god hasn't done something since yeah but initially it did more harm than it did help. It really 100%, 100%. hurt percent 100%. And One of the things that I've identified is when you go to a nation or a, a, a continent like Africa, there are some things that they're dealing with over there that we certainly deal with here, but it's different. Maybe yeah. you can talk about that just for a little bit, but it really did. It yeah. hurt them. They came back, ended up leaving the church. Yep. Seen they, it. Happen. I don't believe that they left the Lord, but they left yeah. the church, and, and I believe
1: that... It, they're probably in a healthy spot right now i would hope so but uh, it's called unrealistic expectations yeah because it's, it's like this i remember as a youth pastor i had one of the guys and he's a little older than me but i was the youth pastor i mean I, man, you got to get me up there preach i i've got the word i yeah, you know rah, 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 rah. and so i said uh, finally i went to the pastor I said, what do you think about this? he goes all right daryl all right let him go let's let him have a you know a youth service and Helping with his sermon. So I meet with him. I said, Listen, here's what I want you to do. You come back with three points, write them down. Yeah. You give me some scripture and blah, blah, blah. And okay, yeah, I don't know if I, I got a great memory. I don't know if I need to. I said, Yeah, you need to do that. Yeah. You know, And he supposedly had it. Well, that night he shows up and I, I'm like, Okay, show me your notes. He goes, Well, man, I, I got it here. God put it, man. I'm, I got it. I'm got it. You know? I said, no, dude, you can't get up there without something to refer to. Right. Well, I, if God's called me, man, he's going You know, he's oh, just yeah. kind of defined. So I, sh- I was gonna just say, you know, you just set your butt right there down. But I said, no, I love learning through experience. Sure. So I said, hey, buddy, you're up. So I mean, it was services going. We're having. He gets up, and it's his turn. I introduce him, and I mean, he's fiery. You
0: know, he gets up there. He's wanting, and he's got this expectation and this vision I mean, of how this is going to turn All the youth out. that
1: night, because he really he didn't feel like the youth were spiritual they need. He's oh, yeah. getting ready to go. So he reads the scripture, and, uh, and I already knew what he was going to preach, and I already knew what was going to happen. He, read, he reads the scripture, and he looks around reads the scripture again uh, three times he does that and it has nothing nothing and then and here's what he says he goes well i should have listened to pastor daryl <laughs> well back to you brother <laughs> he sits down so i just get up and preach his sermon. i'd already you know i yeah, do the scripture yeah. and i we did it you know and afterwards he comes to me and he goes wow you were right he said I was totally different than what I thought it was going to be, right. you know, and I think it's the same thing with with missions. I, I so I'll take a lot of people that some won't take. Mm-hmm. But what we've done is I'll go in more of a this will sound different, more of a secular scenario. Sure. I'm not trying to put them through any spiritual hoops. We're just there serving. It's a yeah. humanitarian, you know, service project. and And it's fun because. Even in that, you'll see people like those two ladies. The love of God, man. You know, begins. just love on them, things like that. But I can tell you this, in most cases, and I've seen this happen many times, and I'm very careful in the church setting, is there has to be at least some kind of a buy-in prior to going. Because mm-hmm. if you think you're going to get to Africa and it's all going to be this, and you haven't done something locally in your church right. or something such as that, the destination is never the place right you 're the destination right you 're the de- right yeah. where you stand yeah. that 's why I, I sometimes people you know they, they, they think they 're going to build a church they're going to do that dude if, if you like Confucius say one who says he 's a leader and no, no one's one 's behind follows. him is on a lonely walk <laughs> you know and that's you know you get that, and so my challenge without being a, too much of a smart is. Find something local, what your hands find to do good, find that and do it. You know, I was here a couple of years ago, and I love the lady in the church who does the boxes. Yes, Samaritans, uh, Sarah box her sisters.
0: Uh, it's uh, a, her it's pa-
1: the sisterhood, man. Her passion—it's it, it, wonderful. Well, one day, I would love to have our shoes in there, but it, it, it's—I just love. I mean, I—I I love coming into churches and meeting people. That you know, you uh, you are the family that's in the back right now that helps with this. I—I I love her online. I mean, I'll come on on Sunday morning. go, Hey, it's good to be. Hey, Pastor Daryl. I love it when people have a buy-in and they're right. in and yeah. they're doing well with what they do. That's the key. And and I think this, it's like, I don't want to just try to create a position for you. I'd say, pray about it. Come, come in with some ideas, realize that sometimes we're going to shoot them down. It's like, let's sh- sure. shooting some ducks. Yeah. Maybe we shouldn't do that. I do that
0: all the time. People will bring, Hey, I got an idea and I will literally tell them this because of, because of just maturity or just, yeah, I'll be like, listen, I would love to hear your idea as long as you're okay with sharing it and and knowing that we may not do it. Yeah. But I wanna hear it and it's eight times out of 10, we end up doing it. But I still like to hold that, you know, that listen, this has nothing to do with you. I'm not coming against you. I just want you to know that
1: not every idea is something that we, yeah. we may launch it, on. So. And I think that's what, you know, like, I tell pastors, and I've told, you know, get involved in your city. Like, if, you, if, if you, we were launching today, go down, and I you know that. I told yeah. you, go down to the City Hall. That's go right. down to the Chamber of Commerce. Get involved. But the, the Sunday after my father passed away in, in June of 99, the Sunday after, I preached this sermon. In fact, I, I in his casket, there's cassette that, that with this sermon on it. It's called, My Father and the Toilet Brush funny sermon to preach the day a week after your dad dies but here's my dad's so here's how he trained me this is how he raised me son your greatest sermons going to come when you're cleaning the toilets he said if you can't clean the toilet of the church doesn't mean you continue to clean it because you right. should build a team sure but it's if if you're too good to clean the toilets of the church or you're too good to do something that's that's at the lowest that's right you don't ever want to be at the highest because mm. you will never handle the highest. Mm. And I've watched so many people get this anointing. And I could name someone today and you would know them as well, but they have this anointing. But they don't know how to handle it on the stage. They don't know how to serve. They don't know how to serve. Yeah. And, and you'll go and you watch. And, and I was on a trip not long ago and I had a girl with me that, that really professes to be an agnostic but I got to tell you something. She's a servant, man. Mm. I would take her any in the world. Now, when it comes to how she feels about God, you have this issue. But it's just from her experience sure. of bad servants. Yeah. Like this, you don't put a prophet at the door of the church as a it, servant. Rent them off. You don't put a prophet out there. A servant sets the atmosphere. Mm. Service in a restaurant sets the. Yeah. You can have bad food and still go back because there's good service. That's now it's right. good to have both, but. People need to find what their gender in God is, in a sense, what their calling is, and, and find that and do it, uh-huh. you know. And I think that's the fun part. Even as we do this, the evening times, for me, are the most fun. Around our campfire, we pass the shoe. And how did this affect you today? And, mm-hmm. and the most, none were, I, like, like I said, Colton, begin to weep. The people who have nothing to say have something to say because that day something different happened mm-hmm. in their life. They touched a child's foot washed it looked into their eye and realized wow this could bring hope and so that's been the development of this it has it's unique how the shoe is designed what it means what it does the flat shoe now we have what we call the art mock which is a domestic product and it is i'm having the funnest time of my life pastor travis and i know we're here and you know we're launching into africa and and i love the fact that your church is is behind us and you guys have supported us and you know we're challenging you to be regular and, and, you know, I'm, I'm here to challenge you. Hey, it's time to go with me. You sure. know, I, I want this to happen because we had such a connection there and it's such an am- amazing place, Africa. Uh, now we're, you know, we're fancier enough. We don't have to sleep on the top bunk. We'll stay right, in right. Sheraton hotel maybe. <laughs> but, uh, the key is, is it, my challenge to your church. And I've preached here many times is go. I yeah. mean, the goology sermon. And, and I just, People that are going, man, they're growing, but also they're in better moods. Mm-hmm. You know, it's interesting.
0: Um, one of the things I was thinking about, you know, in preparation for our conversation today is, is that going is really giving. It is. And, and um, you know, by nature, many people are very stingy. But whenever they begin to give or they begin to go, they begin to see their lives being used in ways that they never fathomed they could. In fact, I, uh, I, was, I was watching a um, kind of a documentary, a study, if you will, on children. And And the study was this, and these kids were toddlers, they were like a year, year and a half old and they were given like a whole bowl of, you know, the best thing that you can give toddlers is goldfish. Yeah. Right. Oh yeah. They give them, give them a whole best thing. you Me is goldfish. Yeah. <laughs> Come on. I wish we had a bowl of it. <laughs> you need, know, just, just Next right show here. We need yeah. some food here. M&Ms <laughs> or something. Yeah, something. Skittles. Yeah. But, uh, they give this child one, two years old, a whole bowl of goldfish. And then on the other side of the table was a little monkey. And of course the monkey was a hand puppet and and uh, the facilitator was saying, hey, how about you share, would you, would you like to share, um, you know, some of your goldfish with Mr. Monkey over here? And they thought about it for a little bit, and they were like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And it was fine. They took a handful, and they put it over in Monkey's bowl. And, um, and the joy... That was on all of these different children that they, they ran through this. Pro- I mean, just the happiness of seeing the monkey's response was like, oh, yum, 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 yum. You know, this is wonderful, <laughs> fantastic. The joy yeah. that, was, that was experienced on the toddler's face that was giving was incredible. And yeah. so I believe that God puts that... You know, within us and you're not going to like some things you're only going to experience when it costs you something, when you sacrifice, when you say, you know what? Yes, I am blessed and I'm going to, you know, I'm going to go and do. And so what I love about you. And your kind of model is like, you're not, you know, you you don't even have to necessarily be Christian. You've talked to me about, about uh, people that have lost faith in the church, or maybe they've been wounded or hurt by the church, or maybe they're just not even sure about this whole Christianity thing. And you've said, listen, just come, just come and serve, you know, and how God has, (laughs) has uh, has moved through that. It's huge.
1: And it's, it's, it's different because you know, like, like for instance, you know, we're, we're hoping, you know, we know that Grace Church is going to do a shoe give one day. I would then entrust you mm-hmm. to develop that team to come. And of course, we like to do Zoom meetings and sure. meetings. But but I, you know, sometimes I don't, I mean, we get, what we do, we get bios on people and that's kind of fun. So I, I've kind of studied it as I, they get off the plane. I mean, sometimes... I don't. I don't know him until I see him at the airport. Sure. I got a picture of him, and I got a bio. We've talked. Have been in a Zoom meeting. You're one of those guys holding the sign, Mr. Yeah, yeah. Smith. Mr. Mr. Smith. Smith. Yeah. Um, and I've had some of the most interesting people go, and it's it's. I wouldn't just let anybody lead that because it, it takes some talent. Sure. Um, but I've loved it because also my anointing all my life has been a breacher of the gap. Mm-hmm. I I I'm a prodigal son person. I that's. I want to see the prodigals and the disenfranchised and, and those who hate. Mike Freeton, who would possibly listen to this and I don't want to ever embarrass him, but but his belief in God was was not as advantageous as most and, and could maybe be considered an atheist. And he's
0: a designer for He was Nike. a designer
1: for Nike for thirty plus yeah. years. He's got his own company yeah. now. Mike went with me on a trip. And it's in one of our videos. And it was one of the most special times. And here's a guy that, that has, you know, oh, uh, Michael Johnson, the, the oh, famous yeah, yeah. friend. He, yes. he designed his yeah. shoes. But a lot of people. I mean, it's pretty incredible you go into a place and see things. But when he started washing feet, and he says it on his video, but privately with him, he goes, Daryl, this is, you're onto something, you know. And that the second night in, we watched the movie The Shack. And, and uh, I'll drop names. Paul Young has become somewhat of a friend. And uh, we watched that. The next morning, I said, what do you think about this movie? And he goes, and, and everybody can have their opinions. You've got to realize Paul didn't write you're that. Gonna have,
0: you're going to have. It, yes. pa-
1: Paul didn't write that to be a theological dissertation. He just wrote it for his kids. Right. And it got put out. It's yeah. a fun story. And if you ever meet Paul personally and have time with him, wow. I, I, he's one of the most amazing guys I've ever met. But, but anything that came out of it, he, he goes, if God could just be that way. And I looked at him, and I said, "My God is that way. He is a loving father. He, you know, and, and, and we started talking and it was one of those things where he had just come from such a hurtful background in, in his faith. And over the years now, I've prayed with Mike. I, I don't know that he's made a profession of faith. I, I, I've never tried to force him. But I know this, his God consciousness had changed. And he's become such a good friend. And mm. and I've prayed with him before over situations. situation. In fact, one time I joked with him when he asked me to pray. I go, you're an atheist. I'm not praying. <laughs> you know, um, but but he's been a good friend. And I love that type of connection. But for me, I just feel like I'm to be a light, to plant a seed in I get to baptize. I mean, in March in and Mar- and the trip I'd love you to come on, but in March fourth through the eighth, I'm baptizing a, a young girl. and and it's fun just the whole connections of who she is to our lead artisan. And we I, I'm not preaching baptism. I, I you know, we're just giving shoes. You know, on Sundays, we have I' have sure. chapel by the sea of a church. And whoever you are,, come. if you're there on Sunday, you're with me, and yeah. we do church and hike the volcano. And we have church, you know, and it's fun and we, you know, it's, it's an interesting connection. So it's, it's, it is in, it is one of those things that I feel like God said, you got to go to Zacchaeus's house, you know, and change the economy. And that's what he did. I mean, think about when he went to Zacchaeus's house, he then looked at his services and he goes, go back out and give X amount of percent above what I've taken right, from him. That's exactly right. Jesus changed the economy of Jericho. And give
0: more. Yeah
1: and 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 so i think as people go they they learn so much from it and and it is my hope as i come into a church just to incite people to get off their tails mm-hmm. and do something for god yeah because that grumble and, I, and you and i deal with it we, we it, it, it we don't have time for that i yeah. mean it doesn't mean we don't have time to counsel and give advice and thought but Man, when you can touch the hem of God's garment and you have that change in your life, then what happens is, as a parishioner, I'm a supporter of you. Yeah. And I'm not drawing. I, you know, I'm not, I, I'm gleaning, but I'm not a leech. Right. I, I want to see healthy believers mm-hmm. so that when people look into the church, and I'm going to be sharing this, they're like, oh my goodness, I, I, I want that. Mm-hmm. Wow, reconciliation! What's going on? You know, and and so the my three hundred and sixty is is one. It's just very, merely a tool to put a person in a place of what Christ did to His disciples. Mm-hmm. He washed their feet. Yeah, and I tell you, the uh, our church,
0: um, we made the decision a few years back, and then of course COVID has has messed up some things. But we made the decision to. Um, to go to two overseas Love missions, I was trips, so happy, and then also to increase our uh, our in-country service. And we've always been involved locally, but but now we had a plan. We were intentional about this yeah. plan, and and I'm just telling you, we have had so many first-time. We'll call them missionaries—people that have said, "You know what? Yes, I'll go." We—we we've, yeah. we've went to Cuba. We went to—we've done a lot of Dominican, work. We're doing like, a great work in the yeah, Dominican. Love yeah, love the In DR. fact, we're—we're—we're we're, we're finishing a church. We've built a church in the Dominican Republic. We've—we've we've had it all paid for. Think about this, in the midst of COVID, when finances are really hitting some of these third world countries, even more so, uh, much more so than the United States, we're shoveling dollars in to put people to work to build this church building in this community. I mean, it's just, it's easy to get excited about, but... um, but people are going, and they're just following in love, and they're saying, "When can we go back? When can we go back love and it. serve the kids?" Oh man! We got involved with uh, with a, an organization that you're very familiar with. Uh, it's One Child Matters, and it's yeah, taking it. care of their education and their, you know, their their doctor bills and their food and and and, and just really, you know, financing them. And it's changed our church. Um, But we are a church that we've made the decision we want to be multifaceted and far-reaching and getting involved in several things. I want you to be able to, in a few moments, just spend some time and talk about the design, talk about what this means to a child that... uh, that, that that is there. Once again, they're doing life. They have no idea who. You, all of a sudden, you show up with yeah. your team. You're 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 washing feet. Um, you're putting this nice, you know, shoe on their foot that they can be proud of. They get home and they're wondering what in the world just happened. Tell us a little bit about the shoe and why this ministry,
1: this this reach is so vitally important in the world that we live in today. So one of the things, COVID, we've survived COVID is we have what they call shoe heroes. Very similar to what's happening with, with the children being sponsored. This is, you know, people sponsor per month. And they become a shoe hero, and it puts a you know a, a shoe on. If we ask them to commit to a year, yeah, it's twelve children. It ends up in helping employ nine artisans. I mean, it's it's got a lot of connections to it, and mm-hmm. which is phenomenal. Again, a shoe is not necessarily it's not as important as bread or water, but when you're in Africa, if your feet aren't good, who's going to get the water? It's the right. kids, you know. So this gives them a protection, but also I ha- I always I have to tell stories. I'm with a rabbi. A Messianic rabbi a friend of mine, and I had taken this to him early on, and he said, Daryl, I got to tell you something about what you do. The prodigal son, when he was in the mud, yeah, came to his right. senses, lost his shoes. Yeah. They feel like he lost his shoes in the mud. What do you do when you're out in the pig spin with a pair of shoes on? You suck them. them off. You lose. The shoes was his last connection to home because shoes means sonship. Sure, it does. So when the prodigal came home, there was the dad. And I share this on one of my videos. And, and, and this father washed his feet. It wasn't the servant. It was the father who had reached down, would wash his son's feet, put a shoe on, and make mm-hmm. him a son. He said, when you're – because uh, James one twenty seven is our motto. True religion is taking care of widows and orphans and keeping yourself from the world. To me, if you're a believer and you're not ministering to widows and orphans, mm-hmm. I, I struggle with Christianity. Mm-hmm. Because that's what true religion is. Widows and orphans can have many different connotations. For instance, prison ministry is so important because there's a father in there, but who's out here? There's a widow and an sure. orphan. Yeah. They need ministry. They need ministry. I mean, you can go widow and orphan many different ways. Sure. So as we were going into this, we realized that you know we wanted to create something to go to these places of need. So the shoe actually it didn't start and this way. If you will show it up so yeah. with the camera here, so, so people it, can see this. So it didn't really start this way. It, used to, it was it actually started put together. But my son Colton, who was a great designer, he created the flat shoe, um, and, and that was because we're shipping them around the world. People do fundraisers and they put it in their suitcase. Right. Well, what's fun is, is there's some countries you can't take shoes into. Well, this isn't a shoe; it's an unmade product. So. You know, I'm going into Nicaragua, and you're not supposed to take shoes in Nicaragua. They're looking at this going, what the heck is it? It's like manna. You know, what is it? And it's an unmade product, and it's not so what a So what do you tell them? Well, it's, it's, it's an art project. Yeah, it's an unmade product. It's That's what it is. You know, it's Hanging the truthfulness the of it. Yeah, it can be an yeah, earring, whatever you need. But it, we haven't had many issues with that. But we wanted to go flat. So the shoe is designed, and, and when we first started it, it's all hand cut. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's traced out in, in, in the, the the material sourced in country. Uh, they the, the, this is a, a insole that that has you know the anti This is soles from Mexico. My my lead artisan helps source it, but it's all cut out, handmade by men and women. But what's cool is is when you come on the trip, if you you know the the, the team comes together and they put the shoe together, and you pull the strings, and so you pull right here and this clips in the back so it has some expansion out of the back sure. and then the nose comes over and you just you lace it just like you're lacing a shoe you go through the, the little marks right here and let me move this here and I don't know if you can zoom in on it but you lace the shoe uh, and I'll give a little, usually I just pull out one. If if I was cooking something, I could pull one out that's already cooked, <laughs> but it's not a cooking show. Yeah, hey, I like that. Uh, I like
0: that camouflage. Yeah, the too, camo is kind star- of fun. Yeah, yeah, it's
1: it's a fun thing. So this goes through here, and then after this one, this is called a vamp catch. This was actually created by one of our artisans. A lot of the shoe has been innovated by our artisans. Uh, they figured it out. This goes here. This comes here, and then it actually has what they call a kettlebell. It's... You can see it right on here. It's just a little catch that holds it or they can tie it. Yeah. And so all of a sudden you have this shoe. This is a small, uh, we wash their foot. There's a company that has sponsored our wipes. It's crazy. They're, they're a medical company. They, I said, listen, I'm going to do a million shoes. They go, we're good. Yeah. And they ship us these really cool wipes. They're bathing wipes, but Uh they're great for the feet. All we ever need, and in fact, it, they're a secular company. They won't even take a tax write-off. Is that right? But we've had them now in 10 countries, and if you go to REI, you can buy them, but mm. they they sponsor us. They saw what we were doing, got a hold of us through a friend, and said, we want to sponsor you. Are they okay with you sharing who they are? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. They're called no Rinse. Okay. and and uh, I, I wish I had one here with me. I'd promote it. But we put them on Facebook. They put us on their Facebook. That's so we incredible. wash their feet. We put socks on. It depends on the country uh, if it's cold, and then their foot goes in here. We tie it up, and what's cool about the shoe is it'll it'll stretch out the back. Right, you can have some growth there. It'll go out the toe. The vamp catch allows it not to go too far. Sure, and then you know I was in Nicaragua. They had these. Porky feet. I'm in Haiti. Sorry if you're Nicaraguan or Haitian. And then these little skinny feet. Right. And so what you Very do different. is you just pull it tight and it'll yes. go right around the shoe. So about three sizes. We, we don't declare how many. But it's a, it's a canvas shoe. We have denim. We have leather. But it's also repairable. Mm. So if something happens, it can get fixed. But here's what's cool. Sometimes you'll go around and you'll see the shoe. They'll take it apart because it'll get muddy like most kids get muddy. And they'll, you'll see the shoe hanging drying out they'll have it on there it's perfect you know it's kind of an interesting thing yeah but it's it's been a lot of fun it, we, you know we do different colors this is canvas and, and the artisans they pick out the color combination i mean sometimes if it's too crazy i'll have to go and say, yeah it yeah. doesn't match you know polka dots and stripes but they are so proud sure and when we started we started in phoenix with with veterans from mm-hmm. the dream center yeah you're creating jobs you, creating you, you, jobs you, you. it, it we, we pay income. a livable wage uh, that's above beyond where they're at in their country. It's a community. It's a family. And these are people who have come out of some tough situations, crazy stories in their life. And all of a sudden, they're doing something that's very holistic. And So when we started in 17 or 16, we hired our first couple of artisans. In fact, they're both still connected to us out of Phoenix. They, we started in the American market hiring people. And they uh, were in the Phoenix Dream Center, you know, whatever their issues may be. When they got to see, and these are, one guy was a big old burly dude and had come, he was a veteran, had some, you know, issues from that, lost his family. What was funny was, and it's not funny, it was just, it was incredible. When he got to see the pictures of the shoes going on kids in Uganda, it was like this. It changed them. I mean, and Joe, who's our original artist, and Joe Ruby, it, it changed his, I mean, it was wild. I mean, Joe now has a key to my house. I mean, I trust that guy. It's crazy sure. what he's done. He's a genius. He's helped design parts of the shoe. But it was amazing. Well, then in New Mexico, where our next build center is and it was and still is, when those young people started seeing at different ages, Gloria's in her 60s, wonderful lady, she runs it for us they're so proud I mean when they got to see their shoes on kids in Liberia uh, 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 they got to see it in Haiti they got to see it in in Pakistan it's like amazing and in fact I have a videographer living there right now for two months video and just doing things and yesterday Tyler sent me a message and he goes Daryl he says you got to realize you've created family these people They adore what they're doing. He said, I've never seen anything like this. You know, and he's a guy that travels in the DR, he travels around and does things. And he said, This is this is family. He said, the unity amongst your artisans because we have faith inspired, that's what glory is, but we're giving them something more than just a job that's a widget. It's something that's changing lives. And they get and they go with us. They wash feet. They get to be a part of it. We're launching a new health initiative this next month. Working with them in their physical fitness, in in their mental fitness, uh, in their in what they eat. We're yeah. giving them the strength Nutrition. because in the third world, if we can help people begin to work out and begin to save money, it means they believe there's a tomorrow. That's right. And oh. that's a powerful thing. So good. And so that's our hope. And so what we want to do is come alongside ministries and just be a widget, you know, because... We're not primary, because I had a pastor one time, well, yeah, I don't want to, yeah, I don't want to, you know, we just support primary. We just build churches. I said, I love it. You got to do that. Sure. But what if I could put someone to work that would tithe that church? Sure. That's what we sustainability. want to do. We, we want sustainability. I want, and I love what Pastor Robert has done, I want a church that doesn't need money from America. Yeah. I want a church sending money to America. I mean, right. ultimately. Yeah. But, that's what we do because there's a need. 300 million kids, people support it, companies support it. We've had Walmart, Target. We just signed our State Farm. I've had Mormon churches. I've had Catholic rotaries, big. In fact, the Rotary just, uh, one of the rotaries just bought 87 boxes of our art mocks. We have all kinds of people. We have churches. Uh, during COVID, one of our churches called me and said, hey, we're gonna stop. We used to sponsor you 500 a month. We're giving you 1,000 a month. I'm going, are you drunk? you know not as you suppose me it's covid man and it's wild yeah. to see god doing that you know it's like being here and I, i'm excited that you guys are becoming more involved with us but the the shoe design it, we call it the 360 mock in four question. sizes
0: how uh, how long will one of these last i know you've done the r&d on yep. that and uh is it does
1: it last a year or does it last a year and a half what 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 do you Well, great question. A lot of it comes down to terrain. Mm -hmm. A lot of it comes down to what country and the the activity. The longest that we've had on a child is two years. Now, again, we don't have the money to hire Nike to put it through their test in two days. That's a two-year wear. We've literally had to have it on a kid for two years, and that was in Malawi. Yeah. And it had we it had issues. And from that, we, we've made some ch- changes. What we're seeing is about a year, uh, depends on their foot. Uh, in Mexico, the need of shoes is more... Because there's 1.2 billion kids who have inadequate shoes. So we're kind of in a, an area of inadequate shoes. Sure. Sometimes the kids... The, It was kind of offensive to me. They're not wearing the shoes after we give it to them. I'm like, wait just a second. Well, come to find out. They're taking pride in them, they, probably, They're I'm on guessing. their shelf at home as a gift. <laughs> We're like, this is, you know, it's kind of like, yeah. you know, you go into this someone's house. This is the nicest thing it. that I own. Well, it's the first new thing they've ever had. <laughs> yeah, I love They've that. never had anything new. And so, you know, I'm like, you know, wear the dang shoe. You know, I mean, I'm getting offended. <laughs> yeah. You know, I have to check my spirit. And you go yeah. in and it's sitting in there, you know, like, uh, that's no, that's for you to wear, yeah. you know. In, uh, but in in Africa, which where we're launching into and in, in, in creating a build center there this year, and and we have the African Shoe Initiative, the need there. That's and literally, Pastor Travis, this is why we did this: was seeing the need in Uganda. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, it, in in different areas in that whole eastern block of Africa, and now in Malawi, we we've done shoes, and we're going into Zambia. The need's massive. Yeah. I mean, there is more. You know, and the shoe because people say, "Well, why is the shoe thirty five dollars?" Well, the average cost of a, of an American child's shoe is about thirty five bucks. But what we've done is, is we've divided it into three places. It's seventeen to build the shoe, it's eight to market it, and it's ten to deliver. And so, and, and we've stayed with that because I've had people say, "Hey, you got to be cheaper, you got to this." That. I mean, I've had people give me a thousand dollars a pair. I mean, it's mm-hmm. it depends on who you are. But we've stayed there because. It's important that that $17, I can build the shoe cheaper than 17 but in that 17 it's it's the vehicles for them, it, sure. it's the gas, it's a lot of things that's in that infrastructure. I mean, I can tell you what Nike builds that shoe you have on. If it's Nike, I mean, it's not much, but there's a lot more cost. But what we want to do is be sustainable as an organization. Our $8 is to market, is to do what we do to get this out it's to you know, be out on tour with Unspoken or Toby Mac, and there are you know representative, all those things. But the coolest part is the $10. As a pastor, the number one issue for someone to go on a mission trip is money. Yeah. Eh, there's people in your church that can write the check and go, but mostly they can't. And here's the key for me. I want teenagers to go. Mm-hmm. If a teenager can go on a trip, it changes their life. Sure it does. Well, the shoe becomes a fundraiser. So, ten dollars—that ten bucks—of the shoe getting sponsored, it's—it's it's a. They set it up on Kind. It's a pretty cool process. They get out there, and it's people who wouldn't write a check normally, but they go, "Yeah, I, I'd sponsor a pair of shoes." You know, hey, and I'm gonna send you a picture of me putting these on kids. Yeah. Next thing you know, you got a coach. I like this as a pastor. I like when the money for missions comes out of the community and not out of the church. And so everything, the church gets hit for everything. 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 So here you've got this mission trip and you've got someone out by Walmart. You got them out there, you you know, and, and us being the type of company we are. I mean, we have, I just have a lady right now. She's a, a physical therapist going on a trip. The trip's $900 and she's already at about 90 pairs. And I've got, there's money coming in from sports meds and all kinds. They're just sponsoring her and, and it, it helps her go, pays her fees sure. because what it is that $10 is what it costs to deliver a pair of shoes. Cause we're not, we don't want to just put it in a box and send it. We want someone, and this is our rule. And this is why we're not with Samaritan's Purse And I love Samaritan's Purse. I love sure. what they do. I want someone to put that shoe on a child by washing their feet. Yeah. And that's our, I, I, we, we just don't send shoes. I mean, I had someone say, hey, send me a hundred pair. We're going to just give, no, no, we have a way to do it. And I've lost business that way, but I don't want to just dump shoes into a community. I want every child to get a pair or if we have enough, and they have that interaction with an adult. They have that interaction with a person because it impacts them and impacts the person. And, and our shoe then really is meaningful. Yeah. And, and so sometimes I'm idealistic. and, and, and But the idea of it is, is, this is what God told me to do. Yeah. You know. And so that's a fun thing. And then we'll talk about the Art Mock. The Art Mock is a crazy, fun project that you get a box— and you get to create wearable art for a child somewhere in the world. And then you get a picture of that child with your little card saying thank you. Yeah. And so this came out of COVID. Wow. I mean, so what happens is, I'll show you this in a moment. So this, this came out of COVID. We actually launched this with K-Love. And we did these art therapy projects okay. where we were in country and we had art therapists because a lot of a lot of these kids come through abuse and they use therapy using art. Mm-hmm. So one of the guys says, and in fact, it was Mike Freetown a long time ago. He said, why don't we have these kids decorate the shoes? So we started this project where the kids who decorate their own shoe get to wear it. It was theirs, you know, created their own art. Well, then COVID hit, can't do trips. Mm-hmm. All this stuff is going on. And then I really felt like the Lord gave me the idea and said, Dear, put it in a box send it out to people kids whomever have them decorate it you know so this is called the art mock box okay and little thin and, and, and it's fun because we wanted it as thin as possible because the shoe's flat mm-hmm. so, you know eventually it'll be in a shoe box you know when we get sure. the money but right now this is cheap through uline give them a little there you go uline. so uh, my360project.org this is a medium so you order this online and inside of here you have a pair of what we call art mocks, and this is all canvas that you can draw. It's a certain type of canvas. There's this little bracelet that's actually pieces and parts of the shoe that's for so you, you to keep. keep that. This is for you to keep. Yeah. Design, ins- them
0: the, design them design the same. Design it
1: yourself. So you have this instruction manual. There's a little thing on the back you can practice. Mm-hmm. We send you pins. You get your colored pins that kind of match. Inside is the soul note. This is what's cool. This is what we call the soul. S-O-L-E. Okay. You write on here your name, your age, your birthplace, your email, and then a note yeah. to that child. Hey, this, and we've had, we've had two-year-olds with their parents. You know, they, I know what they wrote. You know, guy got goo goo. But yeah. we've had some of the coolest little notes. The other day, I seen a pair come in from someone 55 years old. It was just a word of encouragement. It was a great pair. And so this goes. And so what you do here, a little sticker. You can put it on your car. But then inside, there's a prepackaged pre-postage when you're finished you just take these you slide them inside of here you mail them back right and with the card be sure that's in here we get it there's a number that goes in the card it gets logged in then this goes somewhere in the world within a period of time and covid slowed a few things down we take it and then all of a sudden after the project you get this picture of your shoes with this little thank you card it's incredible on a child yeah. and i'm telling you uh torn wells the famous saying yes. he's, he's a oh, cousin yeah. I'll try. Yeah. he's my cousin there you go <laughs> uh his son did one some time ago and it was the coolest deal you know uh we've had c- celebrities like that we've had all kind of people and and the wildness of it is i had a pastor call me the other day in pastor brad he goes daryl and he's him and i he goes your evil plan's working i said what do you mean man he goes my kids got that picture back and he said they want to go on a shoe trip you know he said I said absolutely man I said whatever you want to call it that's what we want to do if I can plant seeds into children's life to go because that's when it started with me I was seven on my first mission trip in Nana, Alaska and in fact here's the coolest thing Pastor Travis the second largest humanitarian shoe company in the world is called Samaritan's Feet you got to google you got to look at it the CEO is named Manny Ahamai. He was one of those little Nigerian kids that someone put shoes on him. Right, Grown up now, very successful, good friends with Shaquille O'Neal and Charles Barkley, all those guys. Has Samaritan's Feet. Him and I connected. I'm leading them to Alaska. They're going to do the art mocks. The little native kids are going to decorate the art mocks. They go with me to Uganda mm-hmm. in May. But we're going to put shoes on every person in Nanana. The first place I went on a mission trip, I get to go back. You guys have done coats and everything Oh, we've done jackets, all kind of stuff. Yeah. I get to go back to the first little village I went to with Samaritan's feet and my 360 project. And we're putting on, I think there's 300 and something people in that village. And we're giving everybody a pair of shoes. We're going to Minto, Alaska, which is one of the first places I got to preach. And we're putting shoes on every kid there. And Samaritan's Feet is committing over the next few years to put shoes on every native in Alaska. That's the cool stuff. And Manny, he's got a wonderful book out called Soul Purpose. And he's become a great friend. But he was one of those little kids that got a pair of shoes and ended up getting a basketball scholarship and played for North Dakota. Mm -hmm. Amazing story. Little old Daryl from North Pole gets to meet him, and we've become great friends. Their logistic manager went on a trip with us in November, Whitney, and love her. And and so they've booked me. I'm leading two of their trips to Alaska this year. We've sold out both of them, uh, May and July. And we're doing their shoes. They have domestic shoes. They have deals with Nike and Adidas. But then our art mock gets decorated. We take it to Africa because we created this for Africa, different places. And so it's been fun. But this right here, this is one of the products. this is an eighth grader. Mm-hmm. Out of my that's,
0: that's an incredible design. It's called the drip the it. drip
1: shoe. Yeah. It's a little eighth grader. And if you can only know the story of the little girl who did the shoe, it's powerful. But she put this together and and we did this is one of our first ones. I said, yeah. Well, let's see what kids can come up with. And that's what she came up with. Yeah. It's called that's the incredible. drip shoe.
0: Yeah, I was thinking that this was professionally printed. Nope. You know? But, nope. Uh,
1: we, we She got the pins from us, and we set her up, and, and she And then for her to get that,
0: that picture back yeah. with her note yeah. and uh, the smiling, you know, face.
1: In, wow. any, in any age can do it. Like, yeah. we, had, we have right now a group of ladies, and they are putting on art mock parties. And they, they, you know, get the art mock box. We ship them in, and they just have a night where they're just doing missions. Sure. And it's a group of, and we just, it's amazing. They they just, and then they get a picture back, you know, and it's a fundraiser Mm -hmm. for, for, you know, them to go, or, you know, it goes to my 360. So this is a COVID deal. I mean, it's, you know, and, and, and and that's the crazy part in the middle of COVID. Look at what God's done in your church. Look at what he's done in ministry because we pivot. Yeah. We don't look down to the earth we look up to god let me let me share something just
0: about that so in the middle of covid the lord puts on my heart travis and and uh i like you i've built some relationships with many of the same people but um the lord told me listen you need to raise money to send moses yep. naomi moses I love it. um he's he's uh buying some property in uganda starting a church I've got a and really dear friend. And I'll see him in friend. May. Yeah. I'd really like to go. He, he's uh, he's asked me to come preach at his conference that he wants to do, but uh, then I've got a dear friend that pastors multiple churches, oversees them in the Philippines, Pastor Ariel Abrajina. And uh, and then I, I uh, uh, really kind of taken in, he's, uh, he's kind of like a son, brother, son. Um, in the Lord, his name is Haslam Troport, and he was a Haitian that lost some of his family in the, in the earthquake that they yeah. had. And now he's you in the Dominican. Yeah. And so we've been supporting him and, and anyway, um, the Lord said, I want you to send these guys some money and then, oh, by the way, I want you to raise the funds to finish the church that you've started in the Dominican Republic. Wow. Now, and 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 I knew that this was clear above and beyond the tithe that, that was going to be um that was going to be taken for that day and so I I'm in the back room I'm in the green room with our with our leadership team and I'm like guys listen the lord's impressed on my heart um you know to go big and uh uh and to ask for a large sum of money, which was about nine thousand uh, dollars above and beyond the tithe, and and for us that's a lot of money. Yeah, and um, and so anyhow, I we prayed back there, and uh, we have two services here, and I just kind of put the fleece out there, and I just said, this is what I feel like the Lord's asked us to do, and this is what it's going to go towards, and. And told them about the relationships that we have with these three different individuals, and then the, and then the church. And isn't it just like the Lord? You know, I'm going into this thinking, wow, Lord, that's a tall order. Yeah. And, and so, Lord, we need nine thousand dollars. <laughs> we need nine grand above yeah. and beyond the tithe because we still gotta we gotta keep the lights on and all that good stuff, which you're familiar with. And um, and wouldn't you know that twenty grand came in. In fact, it was 15 initially, and then there continued to be more. And
1: so that's the way God is.
0: That's the way way that the Lord Mm -hmm. is. And so out of that, you know, I also get to send you home with a blessing as well. We're excited about just what you're doing and what God's doing. But this is the cool thing is in the middle of COVID.
1: Yeah. see, you know what I mean? Like in the middle of the hardship the Mm.
0: the lord just shows up in a big way in a big way like that and i just want to say a thank you to the lord but i also want to say thank you to faithful people that are just like you know what i can get involved and i can my i I can make a difference and in in my little or my big whatever that is it matters and uh, that's what i really hope that you know people are encouraged by this message today but i also hope that they're challenged, Yeah, you know what I mean, to just to do a little bit more. Before the broadcast, you had talked about, boy, if people could just move the needle. Yeah, Talk just, about that just for a little
1: it, bit. I think it's just, it's like, one of the things I, I I'm going to talk about my 360 in this, but it's anything. I love about my 360 is I, I don't, I don't need someone to sponsor a thousand pairs, just sponsor a pair. Right. But it's in, in your life, just, just move the mark a bit. Just just a little bit, yeah. you know. Matthew twenty eight nineteen says to go into all the world, preach the gospel. A part of that is 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 I heard this at a missions conference years some years ago. It says, you know, um, some go, some stay, but right. all must obey. Yeah. So whatever that means for you, it, well, I guarantee I can tell you what it means. It, it is is you need to just and let twenty twenty one just if it's just a nudge. Yeah let it be that i mean it, you know i, I you, you're you're the hue you guys are working with for the monthly for children uh, uh, one child one Matters. child yeah great, great ministry organization. been out on the i've
0: seen them out on the road just a, just a real plug just real quick it's just like you the overhead is so minimal yep. that's one of the things that i love is like the mission is the mission yeah
1: yeah and, and it's and it's the thing is just sponsor a child, yeah. sponsor a pair of shoes. Yeah. Like for Africa, for us, our vision right now is 300 pairs a month. Yeah. I, I can, you know, I am able. I, we, I mean, I, you would laugh. I mean, we started Mexico with not close to that, you sure. know, I mean, it was hardly anything, but I just, we got to do it, you know? And, and the thing is, is, is find something, get behind it, be blessed in it, but, it's not about lowering your expectations, but also allowing God to inspire your expectation. Wow, I like it. And don't, you know, because we always, I remember one time a guy come to me and goes, man, Pastor D, if, if you failed God, I, I would fall. I, I, would, I would backslide. And I'm like, hold on, man. Yeah. If I don't failed God, me, I would hope you're the one to help pick <laughs> right. me up you know you know because there's this expectation of this or that uh and I think it, we just need to move the mark and, and and you know my wife and I and I think I can say this because it's going to go public soon but but we're pretty comfortable in Phoenix mm. uh I, mean, I get I mean I call you know you and I I mess with you in the wintertime sometimes I'm playing golf and you're freezing <laughs> but the Lord I'm telling you and, and, and I feel peace in this and I know it's God he's Called us back to Idaho, and you know about I'm so that. I'm excited about it. I, I'm excited to be closer to you, and, and we're going to be in Middleton. We're building a house there. That's a pretty tall order in one sense, but I also know God's in it. It's wild. I mean, I feel a peace. Uh, that passes all understanding. Uh, there, it's an agitated piece a little bit, as I'm here right now and it's cold and it's sixty <laughs> where my wife's at. Yeah. But it has nothing to do with weather. I just want to be. Dad always said, "When God kisses the earth, son, I want to be right in the middle of the smack." Yeah. And I know God is is leading us in this direction. I know that we're going to be. Well, you don't
0: want to miss it. You I don't want to miss it. The leading you don't want to get ahead of it. I don't don't want to get ahead.
1: I just, I I just want to be a part of it. You know, and I always said this, I want to be a little part of something big. Mm -hmm. I don't want to be a big part of something small. And I think with my 360, God is just opening new church doors. Got a call from a pastor the other day. He says, Daryl, you know, I I really, I want you to come share this, Mm -hmm. you know, and I haven't pushed it. I haven't really pushed it on you. I just, I knew I needed to develop some things. And, And when God laid it on your heart, I mean, you you blessed us with an offering some sometime. I mean, you've always been a blessing. But I knew when God laid it in your heart, you'd you, you'd be yeah. there, and it would be time. Yeah, you know, and it's time. You know, and so I I thank you for the opportunity. But I just challenge people that are watching this, just let the mark get moved this year. Let yeah. the, let the water rise a little bit. You know, those water marks that you mm-hmm. see. Find out. Take that step of faith. I, I mean, it, it, I don't care if it's. You know, underwater basket weaving, you know, mm. get involved and get your hands messy and, and help out in this church. There's a start lot to do in the local church In your local start community. local to global. To yeah. me, you do not start internationally. Yeah. You start locally mm. and learn. I One of the things I've loved about this church is I love your fun run that you have with the mm-hmm. police. Yes. You know that is so important. I, I, there's so much. You drive through Nativity Scene and all that. Yeah. I mean, I'll maybe come to that this next year if it's heated. Uh, <laughs> but there's there's a lot to do here. But then sometimes it's, it's it's the soup kitchen. I mean, it's it's Idaho Youth Ranch. I think yeah. they're around here. Find a place. But know this: you're going to get offended. Yeah. You're going to have false expectations sometimes because it's it's like missions. It's hurry up and wait. Yeah. I tell people all the time, listen, hold on. You got to, you know, Level first your off.
0: expectation. Just go with the flow. Be, be
1: flexible. Be flexible, fluid. fluid. Realize that sometimes we don't do things that are on the plan because you don't know what just happened. And I don't need to tell you what just happened right. at this moment. Yeah. You know, I, I was at the mission field not long ago and one of our cats got killed. And oh, man. I mean, and so I just had to, we buried it, put it, you know, it was sometimes later we let some people know, but it was like, they, people didn't need, we didn't need a seance over a cat getting killed at that moment, you know, I, I was driving one time in the mission field and I seen the dog running out in the road and I had a bunch of ladies on the van and that dog was about to get hit and it did, but right before it got hit, I go, hey, what's that? Out. And everybody's looking out the window and bam, that dog got hit and only one lady saw it and she's like, ah! and I, I go, Shh. yeah, she was the leader and I go, yeah, because sometimes you don't want to know what's inside of the hot dog. It's true. You know, yeah. and, and you don't want to know certain things, but when it's time to know, you'll mm-hmm. know. And, and it's little by little here, a little, there a little. Mm-hmm. And I think this is a year for everyone yeah. that considers themselves to be a believer, to just get moved and get uncomfortable. Yeah. If you're totally comfortable in what you do, it's time to get uncomfortable. Yeah. You know, I'm speaking at your church, and I got to tell you, I've been doing this for years, but I'm—I ner- was up last night at 3 a.m. i, I when I take it serious, I—I get nervous. I mean, yeah. I'll have dry. I've never not. I've been in front of 55,000 people one time, nervous as ever, Mm. you know. I've been in front of one and nervous as ever. Sure. I never. Dad always said, son, the day that you're so confident and you're not nervous, you need to set down. Yeah. Because if you don't have an awe and you don't have, you know, so. The work is important. Don't think if you come on a My360 trip, it's going to be the best. There's going to be issues. Sure. You know, but.
0: Yeah, I just it. don't
1: want you to come home and lose out with God. I want the experience to draw you deeper. And real quick, back to those, those people you were discussing, again, false expectations. Yeah. And it, it happens because Satan will come in with an offense. It's
0: true. One of the things that you said is some some go and some, some stay. stay, but all must, obey. all must obey. And one of the things about, uh, I, I think, the mission field whether it's local or international you know you, you get busy and do something we we've got a, a gentleman in our church that went on a samaritan's purse mission trip is that so, the one in nashville they went down yes yes yeah. yes, yes. Uh, cool. seven or eight guys uh, yeah, changed changed their life they're yep. rebuilding some flooding and and uh, anyway super powerful well one guy that went it was his first mission trip and right now he is going to be the next leader that goes on mission, uh, leading another group of guys. And so this is what I've always heard. And I always tell people that, especially on the international trip, you're either going to go and fall in love with it. Well, you're going to fall in love with it regardless, but you're either going to go and say, man, this is who I am. And I, I I think about Ashley, you know, my daughter Ashley very well. Oh yeah. I took her when she was about 15 to Nicaragua and, uh, even though there were tremendous hardships and she doesn't like spiders and bugs oh, and okay. snakes, and they had all Nor of do that. I. Yeah, uh, she fell in love with it to yeah. the point where, you know, I looked at her and I told her that missions is going to be a part of your life for the rest of your life. Yeah. To the point where when she was being courted by her now husband, Bo, I told him, I said, you need to understand that missions is going to be a part of her life for the rest of her life. Yeah. And so you need to know that it, she will not be able to, you know, to, 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 to get away from that. Yeah. And, uh, and so it was awesome. I was able to, didn't take she go him. to DR with he you? He did. Yeah, yeah. 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 And he is, he fell in love with it as well. Yeah. And so it's beautiful how now they are goers. But even if you go that first time and you're like, you know what? It was powerful and it was cool. And, and, and man, I believe in the work that God does by somebody going. Um, But you know what? That's really not for me. I'm going to stay 10 times out of 10. I've seen people say, you know what? I'll support somebody else in going, I'll get behind it. But you know, and so some people are, are, are called you know, to finance it to yeah, cheer them it. on and and yeah. there's nothing wrong with that not a bit but i encourage everybody and this is why we started with the two international trips a year go at least once yeah. and serve and do and do so it. this is what i would like to do and 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 i already knew this prior to you know us getting together but uh I'd like to get the details on on this and we will do a, you know, we're gonna bang the drum and we're gonna see what we can come up with um, here in the next few months. And then what we'll do from there is we'll figure out a trip that we can go on so that Love some it. of our own people can come and wash feet and put the shoes on the children but i think uganda for us is is the is the ground that we're supposed to be you know we're supposed to be working and and
1: that's my invitation to grace and you as the pastor is we need partners for what we're doing there you know and and i think it's it's the need is great we're working with bible school kids i mean think about this so let's just say your sponsored shoes that are shoe hero that money goes into an account here's what's so cool we're able to then take bible school students who love to do crusades right and they they don't have the money mm-hmm. we can then say hey i need you to take a hundred pairs of shoes yeah well a hundred times ten is what Thousand. thousand that's, that's, that's a lot, lot of money it's a lot of money you know there's 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 cost that's involved with that but we pay their gas they get a stipend they go do the crusade and they do the shoes and they have a crusade. I mean, this this becomes a sustainable source. That's why our, you know, we, right now if we are at three hundred pairs, that's three thousand a month that's set aside to do gospel moving things. But we're utilizing local teams because that's I love that. I love mm-hmm. we learned that during COVID. We had our local teams. Our our shoe heroes were helping sponsor. It wasn't me getting to go. It was our local teams, and yeah. they were going out. Yeah, it's it's really really cool, and I, I agree with you. I think it's it's a God thing that we're here. It's it it and you know we're launching Uganda. It's where we met, you know, yeah. and I would love to see the church come and you guys see Moses and do a crusade, build a church, but but help us create jobs for these believers, sure. these ladies that are going through situations, and 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 there's so many build centers. It's really mm-hmm. cool because. We, they get educated we don't do this but the, the ministries do they get educated in finance and micro loan and they get a machine and they build they have their own two feet standing on and yeah. they have their own business you yeah. know well and, they're
0: building homes and able to love it. you know elevate their income start giving to their local church which is something that my goodness we've been talking about
1: that forever for a long forever. time
0: how do we how do we help? This is to a widget system. to do it. Yeah, for this sure. is a
1: widget. You know, yeah. so I, I conclude with this: is I, I, I preached this when I was here, but it's just so important for the goology. Is it's I call it the go going and gone. Mm-hmm. Until you've gone, you can't have a testimony. That's good. We we go. We, you know, it's the going, but that gone. Get to the gone. Yeah, I think that's the key. Is is wow. I mean, good, bad, or ugly. I mean, there's all kind of experiences. And and as we would put something together, I mean, it, it, it's it's a stretch to go to uganda it's not i mean it it could be someone simply comes to RVG. it's a little easier but uganda wow it changes everything you know especially if you drink the water yeah for sure you know we'll get that it's a great dietary (laughs) thing but but yeah get to the gone go locally you know we we call it you know it's it's local to global you have you have your church you have your community you have your county of your state you have your country you have Mm. your continent you have the world Whatever you find, do it and, yeah. and enjoy it. But I just, uh, I challenge people to move the mark this year. Yeah. Move the level. Yeah. And talk with we, Pastor Travis we, and, and get her done. Get her done.
0: I want to just, uh, just address everybody here just real quick as we bring this to a close. Um, you've got one life to live. And I think the most tragic thing that can happen uh, at the end of a person's life is for them to have regrets. Yeah. And, uh, and I just want to encourage you, man, you've been given the day. Today is a gift and the decisions that you make today are really going to shape and form the rest of your life. And, and I've come to know this in 50 years. I'm a slow learner, but the best thing that you can do is serve people. And by serving people, you serve the Lord. And uh, this My 360 Project, as we are involved in so many things, this is another area that yeah. we as Grace Church, and, and and who knows, maybe you're not even a part of Grace Church, you're just coming across this, but this is an area that really is making a difference. Yeah, and, thanks. Uh, and, and it's a real opportunity for us. And I can just tell you this, that you'll never regret being generous. Like a heart of generosity brings about a celebration in somebody's life unlike anything else that you can celebrate when you see when you go when you are a part of something bigger than yourself what happens is is you begin to see wow my life really counted and my life really made a difference you know we would like to think that you know just the way that we live you know by default makes a difference and many times it does but sometimes when you just when you when you set aside yourself and your comfort and you sacrifice and you you step out in faith and you are a part of something you know small you know you're a small part of something big man the gratitude and the thankfulness and the humility that comes from doing that uh, it's unexplainable every single mission trip that I have gone where I've left this country and gone to another (laughs) I can always tell you this, that I feel like I've always been more ministered to than anything that I've ever done. Yeah. So I come home so with true. more than what I've left. Um, but I also have this incredible appreciation um, for just what God is doing globally. Because every single time that I go, you know what I see? I see people just like myself that love the Lord just like I do. And there's a unity and there's a bond and there's a, there's a brotherhood. And... And I'm just telling you what we say this all the time, but I think it gets lost in familiar familiarity um, that we're better together and that we need one another and we need to be in community. And I'm just saying it's things like the my 360 project uh, that help bridge the gap in so many different levels, things that we haven't even talked about here today but there are bridges being built and, and, um, and I really feel like, you know, for those that are tuning in this episode, I'm certain that it's for a reason. Consider it. That's all I'm saying is just consider how you might get involved. And I just want to say, I appreciate you, my friend, you Thanks are a dear me. friend. And, um so are and you. I've had a lot of fun with you. Today. Yeah, we have. Thanks. And, uh, let's see what God will do.
1: I love it. All right. I'm ready.
0: Anything that you want to say in closing
1: No, I I just I I would love people to experience this but in in anything just find what you're good at yeah and do it and do it well realize you can make a mistake but get up one more time than you fall and that come you said it earlier community is so important and that's some of my greatest of friends have come through mission trips Mm -hmm. I, I just to this day people that I have enjoyed and and have spent time with and Helped off the floor of right. yeah. the concrete, or you pulled me out of the corner yeah. of falling off a drum seat. We both, we both, didn't even get we both have our falling uh, stories, yeah, you know. Exactly right. But it's so important because the the world needs to see givers. The world needs to see generosity. They need to see God's light and yeah. love come through us. In this is just a, a, merely a widget. It's yeah. just a portal to that. Another opportunity. It's just an opportunity. And God will use it. Oh yeah. Right. Yeah. Awesome. Thanks, my friend. Love you, too. Yeah.